Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. Thanks for staying tuned past the news, folks. This is your host, Stu Jenkins, and I'm talking with Christy and Evan Bishop of the Black Market Cheese Company, located north of Paso Robles. We were talking about the specific cheeses, Christy, you know, the aging process and the fresh cheeses that you're making and have available right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, What What about the fresh cheeses? Tell us the different varieties you're making. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have some fresh cheeses. Um, We made these, initially we made them in protest. Um, Everyone that was asking what kind of cheeses we were going to make uh, wanted to know if we would be making Chev. And um, mean Chev is fantastic. What is Chev? Chev is a fresh goat's milk cheese. Okay. Um, And so we were kind of hemming and hawing whether we wanted to do that and thought probably not we couldn't do it better than all the other chefs that are out there um and so we uh came up with this great idea that we would make what we call bonbons and so they are a fresh milk cheese um currently we're using cow's milk um, but we will have goat's milk as well as sheep's milk bonbons during those seasons Mm -hmm. and we have a savory bonbon and sweet bonbons um the savory bonbons are Uh, rolled in savory herbs and spices that we use. We source all of our spices from a local spice shop in Paso Robles called Spice of Life, um, as well as Kelpful, which is a kelp farm that makes spices from their kelp base. Interesting. It's very cool. And then we also have sweet bonbons, which has a, a honey base for the cheese. And then we roll those in sweet spices and herbs. So we have some, we brought you a coco caliente, which oh, is like oh a little boy. spicy Mexican hot chocolate kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, When my wife heard that you were bringing uh, cheese, she said, <laughs> now don't smack on the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so those are some of our fresh cheeses. But we also have some aged cheeses as well. Huh. Um, we had a lot of fun naming those cheeses cheeses. Um, we have uh, Silver Lining and Cloud Nine, oh. as well as Stinky Zephyr, which is Evan's favorite name for our cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have some raw milk cheeses that we have longer aged, and we just released those. We're really excited about that. We have um, Blue by Moo, and we have a uh, Tome to Kill. Tome to Kill. Hmm. <laughs> oh, it, it sounds like a killer cheese. It is a killer cheese. Well, we named it that because it's uh, one that you can eat pretty easily. It's a it's a crowd pleaser for sure. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Now, are these uh, how how long is the longest cheese that you've got aged so far? The longest one that we have are those uh, last two. The uh, the. Blue by Moo and the Tome to Kill, uh, because those are raw milk cheeses, uh, it's required that we age them a minimum of 60 days. And again, since we just got licensed in September, uh, we just hit the 60-day mark on those, so we were excited to release those. Those are going to be firmer, drier cheeses uh, in order to allow us to age them longer. We do age a Tome, or we have in the past as we've been uh, working on our cheese development, we do age a tome up to a year. So we can age those for quite a while. Your cheese development sounds like you were making cheeses for yourself. Oh, yes. Ourselves and <laughs> anyone that was willing to try. Try them. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yes. Hence the name Black Market Cheese Company. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're, you're White Market Cheese Company. <laughs> well. But the, name, the name's much dicier and exciting. <laughs> yeah. Makes you want to come by. Um, now, 
Now, are these like, um, these fresh cheeses, are these like, I mean, the, the few I know would be a brie or something like that. Yeah, Is, brie's are going to be aged about four to six weeks. Uh-huh. Um, and that's about what ours age for. The fresh cheeses, these are ones that we when milk the animal, pasteurize the cheese, the milk, make the cheese, and it's ready 48 hours later. My goodness. So that was uh, really fortunate when we got licensed on the 7th and had our opening on the 9th (laughs) that we were just barely (laughs) able to have any cheeses at our grand opening. True story. You almost had to cancel your opening, didn't you? (laughs) I think we would have upset a lot of people if we had. Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, I'm glad you got licensed and... uh, now the uh, you said they're bonbons. Oh, oh! One thing I wanted to ask you, you know, there's uh, a significant number of children and adults who develop a uh, allergy to cow's milk, mm-hmm. are, and so they can't have ordinary cheeses. Are the the goats' milk and the uh, sheep milk cheeses that you're creating are those things that they can have? Generally speaking, yes, um, and that's going to be in, in, on an individual basis, obviously. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the proteins in both sheep and goat's milk are more easily digestible. It uh, doesn't mean that they're someone that has uh, challenges with lactose won't have any with the sheep or goat's milk, but many people that can't process cow's milk easily can uh, with sheep and goats. Okay. And in addition to that, the farm that we are currently getting our raw cow's milk from uh, is uh, breeding and raising cows that are certified A1, A2. And that's a type of cow that has a different structure to their beta casings. Their, their lactose and production. And yeah. makes it easier for uh, lactose digestion. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, so if you have... Lactose intolerant children, maybe uh, maybe the black market cheese company is where you need to explore. Yeah. All right. Um, now, are you getting people to come out during the holiday season and use your bed and breakfast feature? We do. We have guests that are staying the entire week. They check in on Christmas Day and check out on New Year's Day. We're very excited about that. Neat. Yeah. Now, do you do you you obviously if it's bed and breakfast, you provide breakfast. Do you also provide? Uh, dinner or any other meals? Great question. So that is something actually we're working with the county right now to be uh, re-designated as a California agricultural homestay. Uh Um, Part of the reason why we want to do that is because it will allow us to offer any meal that we want so we can make breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, It will also allow us to um, explore different options for accommodations. And um, right now, the county doesn't really have anything that fits for agriculture in that regard. They have um, a homestay, and they have bed and breakfast, and they have, um, you know, some some options, uh, vacation rentals, but they don't have anything that's really fits what we're what we are and what we hope to be. But okay. there is there is actually a bill that was passed in 1999 uh, called the California Agricultural Homestay Act. So we would like that. And, and do counties have to actually um, adopt zoning or other regulations to um, allow the homestays uh, under the Homestay Act? That is our understanding, and that's one of the things that we're working with the county on at the moment uh, in order to either 
uh, allow us to fall under the California laws or have a law specific to San Luis Obispo County? That's why these folks are here on Slow County Public Policy and the Law. I bet most <laughs> folks didn't know that there's a lot of public policy and law concerning the production of cheese and milk and even uh, just staying on the farm yeah. uh, so that uh, you can enjoy the, uh, the rural life even if you're just a visitor. Yes. Well, that's great. I, I guess my question is now, should we break out some of these cheeses and, uh, and maybe we can have Joe uh, test them and <laughs> he can tell us how good they are? Let's do it. And, yeah, uh, let's. I, I, uh, folks, when I learned that uh, Evan and Christy were bringing cheese, I brought plates and knives, and I even brought crackers, <laughs> just in case. I'm sure the, the other folks here at the station are going to be uh, muscling in here to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and, and tell me how you make the bonbons again. These are... Uh, uh, there's a very oh look at that yeah my goodness so our bonbons are uh, they are fresh cheeses um, as we said and they are hand rolled with um, savory herbs for the savory bonbons and then sweets uh, sweet varieties for the for the sweet bonbons um, yeah everything that we make is you know, we, we put our heart and soul into and um, we make sure to, we're just trying to hone but, some flavor profiles that we think people will really and enjoy. And we have one minute, folks, uh, before our next hard break, but uh, we're, we're going to try a couple of these. And uh, Joe, what do you, what's your reaction? Joe is the producer of this show. <laughs> so what you're cutting into right now, Stu, that's the uh, yellow curry bonbon. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one of the savory ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, mm. uh, yellow curry mix created at the Spice of Life in oh, Paso Robles. Joe's got both thumbs up. <laughs> and this is wonderful cheese, folks. You're going to want to try this. We have just a few seconds left, so let me remind you to stay tuned after the next break. This is your host, Stu Jenkins at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, and we are talking with Evan and Christy Bishop of Black Market Cheese Company. 